Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. What, man? Had a lot of heartburn this year. <laughs> right. I'm so old. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Little known fact uh, for first-time listeners, Allie is 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't be able to tell by my skincare routine, but I eat dinner at 4 p.m. <laughs> I actively love bingo, and also my teeth aren't real. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait for you to so. come out of your, like, skin suit that you've been wearing <laughs> and it's just like the, the <laughs> just like a haggard Listen, old woman <laughs> you know my aim away message for all intents and purposes has remained the same which is and always will be crawling in my skin oh you know my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. what a way to start Welcome off into the twilight 2019 <laughs> How the fuck are you doing, Cody? <laughs> I'm okay. You know, I was a little haunted by the ghosts that were trying to hack into our recording space. <laughs> okay, listen. They don't they don't pay rent. They don't Yeah, it was they a don't get rude. to get it was a little rude. And also a little spooky. They're if I'm being honest. Um, I'm not afraid of ghosts, but that spooked me a little bit. I mean, the proper phrasing is I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but Bye. What? What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was drinking water, and that was disrespectful. <laughs> can you believe after two years, I still can't tell when you're drinking water <laughs> when I can make a joke? I just, I trusted you for like two seconds <laughs> to be able to be competent enough that I could take a drink of water and not spit all over my thousands of dollars of recording hey, equipment. you know, that's how life be sometimes, you know? <laughs> that's true. Hi, welcome to Into Twilight. New Year, new um, us, baby. Yeah. Except completely the same. Yeah. Not changing a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, new us, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> How, um, I'm just, my year, yeah, my goal for this year, I chose, every year I choose a word, my year is going to be an interesting challenge because the word that I chose this year is mindful. Hmm. All right. It's a couple days into this year and I'm... <laughs> Listen, I'm a Gemini and I'm also a seven. So like we're in it for the long haul. Cody, how did you ring in this year? How'd you welcome 2019? My predictions very much came true. I was covered in glitter and I probably still have I'm so some proud of you. on me in some capacity because, you know, sometimes it just sticks around. But yeah, that's yeah. true. That's fair. Well, hey. I love that. We did it. And I yeah, think I, ma- I made it. A, a nice grilled cheese when I got home, a little drunk. Fuck yeah. What? To sleep. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love that so yeah. much. God bless. And welcome to this place. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I stayed out way later than I should have for someone whose bedtime is, in theory, 
like most times of the year when it is still light out. Yeah. I rang in the new year in a lot of layers, which is very That's neat. Great. Looking at the Space Needle, which had fireworks and also lasers. What? Um, so many lasers. <laughs> so many lasers. Good? It was very good. So many fireworks and so many lasers holding a bottle of sparkling cider that Chris and I were sharing on our own because we didn't have cups. <laughs> Surrounded by lots of people. It was very good. And then we were at our friend Chris and Rachel's apartment, mm-hmm. which is very good. And one of, not the first act that we did of 2019, but one of the most important acts early on in um, 2019 that uh, we did as a group was um, Eat Pickles, uh, which I think was fair. And so I feel like that was good as not only entering into... 20 by teen, um, but also 20 brine teen, you know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we all got our, our forks and our pickles and we toasted to them and it was very good. It was a very good time. Sorry, when you say forks, <laughs> what? Well, we had to get them out of the pickle jars. I, okay, were the, were they those very comically small? <laughs> I wish, <laughs> oh my god. No, they were regular oh, size forks, but damn. what I would give. Yeah, I'm just gonna little, imagine like, that in my brain, and that's how I'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome into the Twilight. Our podcast is about none of these things, but no, but here um, we are, trash show nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, we persist. <laughs> yes, um, it's very good. We do have some talking points that are, are related to our show, which started out as about vampires and still is to some degree hey which hey we love that um we have some current events this week i feel like we should should we save the most important one for last sure okay yeah um, i guess just build up i think okay um so i want to first talk about this this engagement one this comes from a website from i think it's Sci Live, and I mainly this was sent to us primarily because of the fact um, that, according to Staten Island, which is what this is from, um, yeah, they're stating that Staten Islanders are pretty good at over the top proposals, and so you know some of the ones do. <laughs> you know, hey, you know Staten Island, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> You know, it's one in New York, and you also know that they are good at proposals. Um, And so the two that are mentioned here are, one, a flash mob in the year of our Lord, 2018. Um, Cool. Super good. And then the other one that is mentioned is uh, (laughs) a proposal at a Fifty Shades of Grey screening. So... This was posted a year ago now, when Fifty Shades Darker came out. Yeah. And I just love that Kevin and Kristen were engaged at this this cinema. And apparently, according to this article, quote, it had nothing to do with Jamie Dornan or Dakota Johnson's performances. (laughs) So, then what? Then what? Right. Then what? 
I was just feeling the love uh, because of Seattle. (laughs) Just like the beautiful landscapes, (sighs) all that money. I was just horny for a dog. And I was like, I love my my girlfriend and I want to make her my wife. My wife. My wife. So. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I, I must do this. This, I have so many feelings about shitty proposals um and public proposals are so much yeah there's so much that can go wrong and I think one of the things that I don't like about this is that the quote grand gesture about this was that the Kevin created this like video trailer Uh that was played before it and none of it is mentioned that it was that she was that like they had talked about a public proposal before um or like they had any sort of history anything that would show that like this is something that they both wanted i guess yeah or also that like i think that also the problem is is that it says here right um that the bride to be says she never got to watch the 50 shades darker so like what the fuck <laughs> So what was the Um, point of any of this? (laughs) Yeah, because it takes so much gusto to just show this trailer before the movie and just, like, hope for the best. Anyway, I have a lot of feelings about public proposals, and this just makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I get it. So, gross, first of all. The other one that I would love to talk about with you this week is from Celebrity Insider. Ooh. And it's Jamie Dornan, our friend. <laughs> friend of the podcast, Jamie Dornan. <laughs> yep. Friend of the family, who, as always, um, <laughs> is just always worried that he won't be known as anything other than Christian Grey yeah. moving forward. Which, fair. And... I think that's also probably because he's done mostly indie stuff since. Sure. And also during. I think he was primarily known for Once Upon a Time before then. Yeah. And that was still when Once Upon a Time was fairly unknown. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, like, popular, but not as much as it right, 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 right. was yeah. um, after he left. And so I think this article is just basically talking about the fact that he wants to continue to improve and better himself and he has a very strong image now of a sad scary twink man (laughs) sad scary twink man i mean am i wrong though no you're not it's perfect that's what i'm saying it's beautiful i mean it's not beautiful but it is true uh, yeah, it's it's visceral. It's <laughs> That's true. It does paint a picture. Yeah, I'm there. I'm in it. <laughs> I just love that every time that he is interviewed, he's like, I will never take another role like that, ever. <laughs> no. Please stop asking me. Never. Would you like to talk about our screen rant corner this week? <gasps> Would I? Welcome back, our friend Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I know we need the TMX. <laughs> Welcome back, f- real the truest friend of the pod. 
That's true. Green Rant Corner. It's 2019 the year that they're finally going to pay us for the promotion we give them. I sure hope so. We should send an email. (laughs) All right. This week, we got a piece by Steve DiCarlo. Damn. About 20 wild details only true fans know about Rosalie Cohen. Damn, damn, damn. And all of her bad, bad, bad wigs. That's true. I hope that's one of these. Yeah, yeah, it's like number one. It's like all the wigs bad, and nobody liked them, and they look bad. So tell me some of your favorites on here. My favorite is number 12. Okay. She was furious when Edward rejected her, which Hmm. is really funny because there's a sentence that's like, Carlo's going to turn him into a vampire, and like they were going to be partners, or like they wanted them to be partners or whatever, and mates or whatever. And then she's like, and even though she didn't have any feelings for Edward, she was furious that Edward wasn't thrilled by the prospect of being with her, <laughs> which is a mood. So good. I love yep. it. I love it so much. That is very in character for her. I believe yeah. that wholeheartedly. I love that. Um, I think right next to that is Eleven, which is her most iconic in Eclipse. Ugh. Her hunting down her ex and her ex's friends um, after the assault. And I think the screen grab that they got for this is just very good. Of yeah. Her and her, her bridal gown. Energy. I love it. It's, yeah, it's a strong mood, that's for sure. I think some of these aren't necessarily surprises. No. <laughs> um, she didn't like being a vampire. Really? <laughs> yeah, like number three, she considered ending Bella's life. You don't <laughs> say. You mean, you didn't see how every time she looked at Bella, she was thinking about ripping her head off? <laughs> Did you actually look at number one? No. Can you please? Oh my- <laughs> I I'm a prophet. <laughs> 2019. I'm your lord and savior now. <laughs> Cody is one the true oracle. Really had to wear a wig to play Rosalie. <laughs> this is. I will never come down from this high. I don't think. <laughs> I think this is just the peak. Yep. This is it. Uh- so, as it says here, um, for the first Twilight movie, she dyed her hair blonde. Um, but the constant bleaching, as as you do with yeah. bleaching, caused her hair to fall out. So, like for New Moon, um, she just was wearing wigs moving forward. Um, and so, hence, as we know, the wigs. Yeah, yes. Boy, do we know them. Yes, we know them very well. On New Year's, um, we were playing Jackbox, and one of the first names that I did was Jasper's Wig, um, just because I really wanted to set the tone for who I was and my brand. And I feel like this one would have been a fantastic one as well. Yeah. Man, if only Nikki Reed could have been brunette, because she's just so damn pretty as brunette. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty as blonde, too, but, like, the wigs did her so dirty. Yeah, it was Um, good. Yeah. So, anyways, Cody's the oracle, so. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Um, Send your respects to them, you know. I don't know what I want to ask you. Um, (laughs) You're, like, our magic eight ball now. Yeah, but I only answer in 
riddles and obscure oh, movie trivia. <laughs> I hate riddles. No. <laughs> That's basically like if you just shot out puzzle pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could do that too if that's a more preferable option. I don't no! Think I, I don't think I could make it that far though. You're, you're a little far away. Yeah, that would be awful actually. Um, do you want to talk about the image that you included into our show notes today? Yes, I would love to. Okay, so. Whoa! I, yeah, I was cheersing. Like, <laughs> a toast, a, a a toast. toast to me. <laughs> All right, everyone, raise your glass. Cody's your horrible now. <laughs> Okay, so. Uh, all of the Twilight movies are now on Hulu, so if you Welcome. haven't seen it on any other streaming service that's been added to in the past year, now you have another option to do it. <sighs> Here you go. Um, and what's extremely good about them is yeah. that they have their own personal, like, cover art. Like, it's not the regular Netflix or Amazon, just, like, screen grab, and there's the title. These are, like, um... It's the 10th anniversary cover art. Yeah. And they're horrible. It's so bad. They're like bad romance novels. Like those, like, they look exactly like the, the spin-off paranormal romance novels that came out after Twilight, you know? With like yeah, the light I know covers which... and the weird, like, overlay faces and trees and monsters and shit. Can you describe something visually? Oh, fuck, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Yep. Anyway, can yes. you please describe these covers to me, please? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, hi. Um, hi, welcome, welcome, hi, welcome. Hi, settle in. This is your new asthma podcast. I hope that wherever you are, you are comfortable and definitely not driving. This Twilight one is the most, I would say. Yeah. Um, I would say it's probably the m- most similar to the Twilight vibe that we're familiar with. It's mm, Kelly Green? No, mm-hmm. more like Emerald Green and I white. Don't think it's that our usual, matters particularly. <laughs> um, the usual Twilight font, and then in the left side of the frame, it's got our Kesu and our Pats, and then I. It's so far away. Um, there's some sort of like illuminated image happening on her neck. Yeah. Um. That from my vantage point looks like an illuminated gingerbread man, but I know that's not true. Um, and there's also a forest happening on their bodies as well. There's so much. Um, in the new moon one, it's instead of the the forest coming out of their bodies, um, it's Jacob and. Um, Bella, who's giving off so much side eye, yeah. um, and then there's just like a a little hint, like a little ghost of Edward <laughs> there. Um, you have to stare so hard; it's like a little Rorschach test. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's in red because of all of the Volturi like celebration cloaks that are on there. The <laughs> the clips one I think is my favorite because it's Bella um, in the center frame just staring at the the audience here and then if you like stare a little bit longer at her face you'll notice that like in purple around it is Jacob and Edward's faces um and I hate it 
it's so yeah. good yeah um and then there's like the snow-capped forest around it and then you love the breaking down part one <laughs> once right so funny <laughs> okay so what is this one it's <sighs> Bell and Edward welcome to Joe's eyes get married I think and then there's like <laughs> The wolf <laughs> in the middle, like in that hollowed out white space, horrible shit. Just like the eyes on their necks, kind of. <laughs> yep. And then just like trees cascading into the sides. It's so funny. It's so good. And then the breaking down part two straight up just looks like an awful uh, fan art image. It looks like a weird Backstreet Boys cover. It also looks like that, yeah. Because it's... It's not black and white. It's, like, white and blue. Yeah. Um, it's very Twilight-esque, where it's, like, everything is blue. Yeah. Um, and so Bella and Jacob and Edward are the blue man group. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and... The, there's no images. There's no, like, background behind them. It's just them on there. So it's very beautiful and scenic and makes me want to watch these really bad instead of talking about Fifty Shades. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, I noticed when I was talking about this with Chris recently that I've only shown him Twilight. I haven't shown him the other movies. So I don't know how that's happened. Yeah, he's seen what? more Fifty Shades than he's seen of Twilight. That's hilarious. It's a crime. That's so funny. One of these days. One of these days. That's all I'm saying. Um, so maybe some of our Patreon episodes will just be me making him watch it and just recording his thoughts. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, we need to talk about the last one, which is our most important one here. Yes, please. Arguably the most awful, but the most important one here. Um, and it is something that I saw because of who seems to be our most recent source of content, um, is Lindsay Ellis. Thank you um, so much. <laughs> and it is the awful trailer mashup of Fifty Shades of Bumblebee. No, thanks. I'm going to tap out right now. Allie can keep talking. I'm going to check out. <laughs> now, this is... going to clock out. <laughs> it's been real. We had a good time. <laughs> Allie, continue the show. <laughs> um, this is something that comes from Funny or Die, which we don't talk about much on this show. I forgot and that still existed. <laughs> honestly, same. The only reason I remembered it was I think a couple days ago during the Rose Parade they do that like spin-off of the hosts of that and it came up on Twitter for me I don't cool mm, cool super cool super cool stuff so anyways 50 shades of bumblebee is in fact a thing and there really isn't much for me to describe here your imagination can kind of yeah take the way I think the main criticism that I've seen on Twitter is just that, like, y'all know Bumblebee isn't dominant here. <laughs> um, come on. Look at that little come face. On. Come on. Yeah, you don't need to see the movie like I have to know that that, that robot isn't doing, doing that. <laughs> so, 
And, I mean, we know enough about Anna to know that, like, she knows how to initiate situations. So. Yeah. Come on. Listen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, also, I, I realized that we never checked this, um, but I'm reading it now on this article that, um, Fifty Shades Free, which we are currently reading, um, clocks in on Rotten Tomatoes at 12%. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Very promising. Cool, cool. I have so much, I have so much to look forward to. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, wasn't there, speaking of which, before we transition to our chapters for today, didn't you see a <laughs> quote today from, from this the movie, movie that was like, <laughs> I was going to say Bella, Anna, like, cussing someone out and being like, you're, uh, I forget what the exact phrasing is, it's very important. Um, that Anna told a woman to, quote, get in your shit-colored car and shit-colored drive back car. to Seattle. <laughs> It's so good. It's such a diss. For real, though. So I'm, if nothing else, looking forward to that. Yeah. So, wow. You know, there's so much to unpack there. Uh, Speaking of unpacking, would you like to talk about chapter 17 and 18 with me? I guess we must. Okay. So when we left off with chapters 16 last week, the last line was us finding out that Ray was in the hospital. Yep. Chapter 17 starts off right there um, with what we find out is Jose's dad um, saying that he has been transferred to one, like, the biggest hospital um, in my hometown of Portland, which is OHSU. And they, because he had been in a car accident with um, Jose's dad. They had been going to Astoria, home of the Goonies, to go on a fishing trip. Um, lots of dad material happened. Yeah. I, what I would give to have that little, like, novella. <laughs> yes. Of just dads hanging out. Just guys being dudes. Um, yeah. With, you know, when it had to be stopped by a drunk driver, like, early in the morning. Anna is, again, interrupted by her work and unable to do that because she has to go and see if her dad is okay, understandably yeah. so. She thankfully has a security detail that is able to drive her at that time. Um, mm-hmm. She is unable to get a hold of Christian, which sucks. For it, it does suck and it's bad for her, but it is in the funniest scenario in which yes. she calls his Blackberry, and someone at his office just answers it. And she's yes. like, stop. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, where's Christian? And, he, and she's like, oh, he asked me to, like, monitor his phone for him. He's just wandering around the office. <laughs> <laughs> like, up until this, this is, again, E.L. James being, just trying new things for no reason. Because up yeah. to this point, Christian's very direct. He, like, when he does things, he sets out to do them, and, like, he does he does them. Like, there's no... He doesn't dilly-dally. He doesn't wander. Nope. <laughs> but I just, like, him <laughs> just walking around his office. Just getting lost. <laughs> I love the idea of his new thinking strategy, which is just leaving his phone and just 
taking a bit of a a wander. Yeah, just going up and down the elevator. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, just chatting up some folks. Yeah. Um, When he finally gets on the phone, he says he'll be down there in three hours because he needs to finish off this meeting with folks from Taiwan. Yeah. And he just can't simply blow it off because they've been trying to do this for months. Business, 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 business. Business, business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And while Anna's like, "Um, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, Just take care of it. It's totally fine. I can do this on my own. I got it. Thanks. (laughs) Um, And she's just like freaking out. And. She's just like sobbing in the car, and Sawyer's like, "Um, <clears throat> ma'am, it's it'll be fine. <laughs> you you don't need to cry the whole three up, ma'am, <laughs> Mrs. Gray, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Gray, please, <laughs> Mrs. Gray, I, Mrs. Oh God, Mrs. Gray, I'm crying now too, <laughs> Mrs. Gray. We both can't. <laughs> and now he just plays like fucking a thousand miles or right. like the ASPCA song, <laughs> like but like you know, a thousand miles, but just so slow. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like in the arms of an angel or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and then you know, like fucking Creed or something, just to like kill yeah. the mood. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, she has a like sudden flashback to the last time that she was at OHSU. Please remember, we're halfway through book three here, and we know nothing about Anna. So all of a sudden, E.L. <laughs> James just like slips in. She's like, oh yeah, I remember the last time I was at OHSU. It was my second day at Clayton's. Hey, you remember that place I worked at? The second day I was there, I twisted my ankle, and they drove me from Vancouver to the biggest hospital in Portland <laughs> because I twisted my ankle. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. No. And why are we learning about this now? Exactly. And also, I mean, use all that workers' comp. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Damn. Anyways. Um, she gets into the hospital, obviously, freaking out. Sees Jose and Jose's dad. Also named Jose, I think. Yeah. Um, great. So both Jose's are there. She's freaking out because um, Mr. Yeah, great. I'll just call him Jose and Mr. Jose. Yeah. Um, just out of respect. So Mr. Jose. <laughs> I respect um, my elders. <laughs> yes. Um, so Mr. Jose is like, his arm is in a cast and his fucking like cheek is bruised. And he's like, his leg is in a cast too. And so she's like, oh God, <laughs> like what? Um And so, obviously, she's freaking out. Yeah. So, they're unsure of what to do at this time because of the fact that her dad is, like, still in the operating room. So, they have to wait. Um, One of the things is that when Sawyer finally gets in, he, like, automatically goes to get Anna tea. And I hate this scene so much because Sawyer's just doing his job. And he knows exactly what... Anna likes, which unfortunately Anna's an awful person because he gets her hot water and he gets her hospital, uh, like a hospital tea bag. Um, and she slowly just like dunks it in just like, just a little bit, just like (laughs) an essence of tea. Yeah. Just like a little bit. And then she just flings it onto the ceiling. Um, (laughs) 
Because she doesn't actually want tea. She just wants hot water with a smell of herbs. Right. <laughs> and she has the gall to be like, well, this isn't Twinnings. <laughs> As oh if my God. Twinnings tea is like the highest of luxury and not the cheapest brand of tea that exists. And she's still like, this is cheap hospital tea. Bitch, Twinnings is cheap hospital tea. What are you talking about? This isn't a $2 box of tea. It's Office Depot tea. (laughs) But it'll have to do. You don't even drink tea. You just spit tea leaves into it and (laughs) suck them up. (laughs) You just get watered down pee. (laughs) You just post tea on Instagram and then you set it on the side. You dip just the corner of the bag, and then you whip it out. Yeah, exactly. How dare you be you mad just... at people giving you things. Honestly, she just takes, you know, like the little paper part of the tea bag that has the name on it. She just sticks that in her tea. <laughs> like... <laughs> she just doesn't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> she thinks that's the most concentrated part of the tea. Um, anyways, she's still waiting. Christian comes in, he does his usual thing of like, have you eaten? <laughs> like, he doesn't even say hi yeah. first. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, and as soon as he gets in, of course, that's when the doctor comes and gives updates. We find out that Ray is like, fucked up. Um, mainly yeah. because the car hit like the passenger side. Um but apparently, even though he has, like, a ton of internal injuries, they're like, yeah. Um, I mean, we induce in a coma, but he'll be, like, chill in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know how so, comas are. Yeah. I mean, he's in, like, I can assume his 60s. He's also a vet. But, you know, he'll be chill. Yeah. Um, which is good, I guess. But also just, like, damn. Um... Anyways, they're planning on staying there, obviously, to keep watch on him. And that is kind of where this scene ends. Yeah. Um, one of the things to keep in mind is Anna starts asking Christian about, like, how the meeting went. Um, and he starts mentioning that, like... He bought the shipyard, and (laughs) Anna's, like, genuinely curious about this, mainly because Christian doesn't really talk about his job at all. No. Um, But also, she's like, yeah, tell me more about the shipyard. (laughs) And it, I don't know if it's just because, (laughs) I think it was that. I couldn't tell if it was also just because she wanted a distraction. Yeah, Um, But also, Christian mentions the fact that, like, he's gonna have to lay off a bunch of people, like, casually. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. Oh, you know how corporations are. And it's like, what is happening? I don't... He's so weird. I still have no idea what he does. No. And I don't want to. (laughs) No, I want... At this point, it's too late. It's too late. (laughs) Um, They end up going to go see Ray... Anna freaks out, obviously, because there's a lot of tubes in her dad. She's like, oh, nope. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no thanks. No thanks. And so they end up going to the Heathman. 
where they stayed the first time. Um, and Christian is like really freaked out because Anna is understandably just overwhelmed with everything that's happened. And so he's like, hello, Anna, welcome to the suite. Do you want a shower? Do you want a bath? What do you need? And he's like yeah. doing the like song from Beauty and the Beast that Lumiere does. <laughs> um, and he's just like tapping around and singing this song about everything that they have. And she's just like disassociating so hard. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, I don't have time and, for this. I just have my dad with a bunch of tubes inside his body. I know. Can you please stop? <laughs> please stop singing for once. <laughs> How did you get this piano even in here? <laughs> and he's just like, oh, Anna, I've never seen you like this. You're normally so brave and strong. And she's just like whips her head around and is like, excuse? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the audacity, sir. Yeah. How do Actually, stop. Of course, she... Gets into a bath, asks about Layla, as she ought to do, um, and, like, the paintings that Layla had mentioned before, and some of the other um, suitors and other girls that Krishna's had before. Yeah. One of the things that they do afterwards... Um, and I think this might even be the next day, is that it's her... Oh, yeah, so it's getting close to her birthday now. Um, no, this is actually the same day, sorry. So they go back to the hospital. Um, and Grace is there, Christian's mom, who talks to the doctor apparently they're like bffs trained at yale together and grace is like hey anna no you're freaked out don't worry trust this doctor it'll be super chill um which like wow first of all yeah <laughs> that's a lot but i think that's nice i guess hey, um, yeah one of the things when they get back from the hospital again is that Christian's like, hey, so know that you're going through something super scary, totally relate. Um, just promise me that like tomorrow um, you'll eat something and then I'll tolerate you wearing Jose's jacket, which you were when I came into the hospital. Sound good? Okay, good night. Cool, 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 cool. Bye. Yeah. Later. <laughs> yeah. So chapter 18 starts and it's Anna's birthday. Um, please keep in mind that she is turning 22, which is so young. That's, oh my God. Yeah. Holy um, shit. What the fuck? Uh, and she also has a crisis about it. She's like, I'm ancient. <laughs> it's over. Yes. Um, which is so awful. So Holy she wakes shit. up and she's like, it's so beautiful. I love this hotel. It's so sunny. I love these sheets. She's like having a like a romantic comedy mo like movie yeah. moment, and then she's like suddenly remembers that her dad's in the hospital, and she's like, "Oh fuck, I feel like an asshole." Um, and then Christian's all like happy and go lucky because it's Anna's birthday and he wants to celebrate. Yeah, um, which is cute. Uh, so he gives her a card, and. A, and it's like super tiny and like a little box <laughs> and stuff. So I thought that was a little like a cute thing. Um, so he gives her this like Cartier um, charm bracelet and it has a lot of little charms. 
<laughs> um, hey. What do you know? Charm bracelet. Has charms. <laughs> it's a charmless bracelet. That would be fucked up. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to buy the charm. Like, you have to buy Cartier charms to go yeah. on there. Um, some of these that I thought were very notable. There's a helicopter on there. There's a glider. There's a catamaran. Uh-huh. Yep. There's a bed. There's also an ice cream cone. I hate it so much. Yep, it's pretty bad. I hate it. Yeah. I can't tell which gift is worse, that or the engraved yes on the mm. back of... Oh, my God. I hate them all. They're pretty bad at giving each other gifts. They're bad at... I. I think they just don't know. Like, Christian, I get, maybe has an excuse because, like, trauma or whatever, and he never had love growing up or whatever. Maybe never was into the gift thing. Maybe that wasn't part of his family or whatever. But, like, y'all, fucking grow up. Learn how to give a gift. Learn what gifts are. Yes. Stop it. Um, just, hey, stop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the other thing that he gives her is a key. Which she doesn't know what it's for yet. Um, it's just a random key. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Um, we find out that Christian also gives her her favorite breakfast, which, drumroll please, is granola and Greek yogurt. Hell yeah, baby. The breakfast of champions. She's now an Instagram influencer. She's got 1.2 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> Give that bitch a fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> but also put her on a beach while at the yeah. same time. <laughs> um, she's going to be yes. sponsored by Fit Tea and she's going to dump it in once. <laughs> Just do a little dip in her. <laughs> she's going to eat that tag. <laughs> um, yes. So she, after eating her granola and Greek yogurt, she goes to brush her teeth and she's like, I am the Crypt Keeper. I am 22. <laughs> I am married at 22. I am old. It's over. Um, yeah, she's like, I can't believe this is my last day on this earth. <laughs> can't go uh, <laughs> Can't believe this is my last day being hot. Um, <laughs> so they get down in, well, they get into the elevator and then they get down in the elevator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Right. Well, he's like, Christian's even literally like, I can't wait to rent this elevator. Um, which, first of all, do you know this is an old, this is an old hotel. That's so impractical. Yeah. And also, that's very inaccessible. You asshole. Just because you want to fuck. No. No, no, no. Sir. Um, anyways, they get downstairs and we find out what the key is for, and it's for, I guess this is a really big deal, an Audi R8. Ooh. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to uh, Car Corner. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is. I know Stephanie Meyer started this, and E.L. James was just like, oh yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to put in newer cars. I can Google. Yes. I can Google the true battle royale of writers um 
But yeah, so apparently this is something that she said to Christian like two weeks ago when they first met each other, which is that she could have one for her birthday, apparently. Um, and so she freaks out in the most excited way she ever has and wants to drive it around town, totally yeah. forgetting that her dad is like waiting for her. Like, it's not even an issue anymore. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's an absolute non-issue. Back to my normal um, life. Now, I don't know your topographical knowledge about Portland. <laughs> oh, zero. Great. <laughs> uh, right. So, downtown Portland, where this is supposed to be taking place, is near the water. Um, okay. And it's fairly close to some hills. Now, OHSU which they're talking about, the, yeah. the biggest hospital in Portland, is up at the top of one of these hills. Okay. It's on a lot of winding roads. Very impractical for a hospital. But, sure, sure, sure. Um, I feel like there'd be a lot of incidents. <laughs> yeah, but they persist. Um, now, please note, new car, speedy driver like her. Her dad just got in a car accident. Yeah. The, mm. Maybe just, like, <laughs> fucking pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, it seems just a little bit too soon. Feels like something you'd be affected by. <laughs> yeah, in seems a little scenario. bit... Seems mm. a little bit traumatic to me, but mm. that's just me. Um, apparently when they do get up to the ICU, Ray is improving. Cool. Um, great. Um, now, one thing, it is Anna's birthday. She ends up having to, um, look at her phone, and she is quite confused when there are no missed calls, but a few texts. A few texts from her friends. The weird thing, though, for her, none from her mother. Interesting. So, she calls her mother, um, worried that her mother has forgotten her birthday. Um, and she's worried that her mother does not know when her birthday is. Yeah. Weird. God, first I'm old and now my mom doesn't even know that I'm old? What the fuck? Right. This she's is so pointless. Yes. <sighs> During this time, they're having a lot of talk about, like, how much Anna loves Christian. And she's like, oh, well, I love philanthropic Christian. I love shy Christian and kinky Christian. And he's like, oh, that's a lot of Christians. She's like, I'd say at least 50. And then I died inside. Yeah. So. Great. I thought we were done with this. Yep. They. We were done. <laughs> I thought we were too. But we weren't. So I'm sorry. Turns out. Turns out we weren't. Um. After they leave, they go for a drive. They go for a drive. Then they go for lunch. Super interesting story that we have here. Yeah, um, I'm just thrilled. <laughs> it's riveting. They go to see Ray one more time. Then they, when they head back to the Heathman, Christian has planned for them to dine at the Heathman in a private room. And he got her something... He picked out something specific for her to wear because um, one of the things that he had mentioned early on is that obviously they weren't planning on staying there. And so Taylor and Christian had picked out clothes for her to wear just like they did last time. Yeah. So um, she went to go take a shower and Christian offered and like almost asked to dry her hair. <laughs> Please. And, <laughs> I need it. Yeah. 
like, low-key, if someone asked to do this, I would love that. Like, can you also just, like, rub my head while you do that? That's true. You got a lot of hair, and you need just some help to do <laughs> like, that's, that's a true. lot to dry, you know? Yeah, I don't own a hair dryer, but if I did, I would love if someone did that for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Chris just, like, breathes on it. <laughs> or fans it. Yep. Just individually does that. That would be great. Yeah. Um, Anyways, they get dressed, they go down to the private dining room, and again, she's like, man, I really wish that, like, anyone had paid attention to me. She keeps going on Facebook, and, like, two people, you know, have, like, wished her a happy birthday, um, and it's just, like, you know, her, like, second cousin and some random person that she doesn't even know on Facebook. Nobody's paid attention to her birthday today. They go downstairs, get into this private dining room, and surprise... But everyone that she cares about is there. Whoa. Including her mom and her mom's Bob. I don't remember what Bob is. <laughs> so I'm just yeah, going to call him Bob. her mom's Bob. Bob. <laughs> uh, Bobbert. Yes. You know, Bobbert. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the whole gang's here. Surprise. They're all back. Um, and they have a lovely little dinner, which I thought was great. Yeah. And cute. Um, they stay until, like, midnight or whatever, all happy, go lucky, and stuff. Um, I thought that it was cute, because Kate's like, so what did Christian get you? And she's like, oh, just this little bracelet, and... Don't read into Kate's it. Like, yeah, don't read into it. It's just, you know, like, little charms or whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, that's cute, I guess. Seems, you know, subtle or whatever. Um, she's like, yeah, we want to do something simple. Um, Kate's like, yeah, I get it, whatever. Um, she's like, oh, Christian also got me an R8, and then Kate, like, spits out her drink. <laughs> uh, anyways, as they're getting ready to go, Mr. Jose, um, like, leans down to Anna and does the, like, Billy Black thing of, like, so I thought you were gonna be my daughter-in-law, but you're not. Okay, bye. Yeah, cool, I guess. It was so unnecessary. Yeah. Um... The next day, they, um, they being Anna's mom and Christian and no mom's Bob, all go up to see Ray, who apparently continues to be doing better. Yeah. Which is great. Then everyone is now gone. When they go back to the hospital that night, it's just Christian and Anna, and Anna, um, is reading to Ray. He's had his ventilator taken out now. And she's reading him part of the newspaper from the Sunday Oregonian. And she's reading about soccer, as you do. And the last line of the chapter is him responding to her about the scores from a soccer game. He's alive. He He speaks. He speaks. He did it. He did it. Wow. He wake up. No kiss needed. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so next And Christian week, comes in and kisses Anna's dad. I the gives him the kiss of life. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where this had gone. No, not even a little bit. So next week we find out the aftermath of this. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. I'm assuming at some point the Jack Hyde thing will be wrapped up, but who's to say? Um, we have chapters 19 and 20 next week, though. Um, beep, 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 beep. 
Yes, very good. I We have an article here that I thought we could use for the patrons. It's Ooh. a sci-fi piece, um, which is 100 Thoughts we had while watching all five twilight moves in a row i think it's movies but i like moves moves is very good so i would love to thank our ten dollar patron taylor brown town lautner taylor brown brown town lautner thank you so much um (laughs) and i think Oh, there are so many good ones here from Twilight. I think the one that I'm going to do, though, is, <laughs> I guess, I this is what I'll do. Uh, number 14. How does it take them four movies to have sex? Less than an hour into the first one, and if I were Bella, I'd have fully attacked him on that mountain and told him to crack me open like a coconut. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> All right, shout out to Katie Weber, who's going to be from New Moon. Great. Number 10. Great. Can you imagine making your whole family move and cancel their email addresses just because you have commitment issues? Which Listen. Is my, I love it. I love that. I love that a lot. Um, okay, I'm going to do... For our fantastic assignment seal from the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, I am going to do number seven, which is, man, if the whole franchise was Bella being a bad bitch and trying not to eat her dad, this would be the greatest series of films in history, and I would demand 100 more. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Well, okay. So I, I have kind of a treat for you. Ooh. This week. I mean, you did text me before recording that we had to push it because you were looking for some quality fanfiction. Yes. So I was trying to find something, and then I remembered that I had already been gifted a fanfiction this week. Um, This fanfiction is given to me this week by a friend of the show and friend of the family, Rachel Whitehurst. Ugh. Wow. Um, Welcome to me by team. (laughs) Yes. Um, Who, on New Year's Eve, tried to ask me and confirm a line of Fifty Shades. Um, (laughs) Only, and I said, I don't think that happened. Only for us to find out that it was not real. And I would like to share it with you today. Okay. Thank you. Um, So... I think it's very important. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) So this is something that someone wrote saying that it was from Fifty Shades of Grey, and it has obviously been proven false. Cool. Okay. His pointed finger circled my puckered love cave. Are you ready for this? He mules, smirking at me like a mother hamster about to ear her three-legged young. End scene. Um. So, how do you feel about that? I hate it. What should I do better? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
Think about it. Let me know next time. Yeah, I will come back and book club. <laughs> we'll workshop it. Like a mother hamster. Uh, stop. No. Stop it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, fucking um, <laughs> So, welcome to 2019. Um, as we say here in Seattle, um, get, get bit. Make a whip. I almost stepped on your shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I, no. You did it right. Yeah. I did it wrong. I was, yeah. <laughs> that made me, okay, I was going to lose my mind for a second. <laughs> you, came, you came for my shit. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> Listen, everything, the, it's the ghost. It wasn't me. Oh my God. Okay, Shaggy. Listen, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm all mother hamstered up right now, but as oh we say God. in Seattle, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, just get whipped. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, God, peace out. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as IntoTheTwilight.show. You can send us an email at IntoTheTwilightShow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at IntoTheTwilight.BigCartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostToast44 on Instagram. And our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at EliSourKrauss and KraussFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ally on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone